Hello and welcome to the Daily Catholic Catechism Podcast. My name is Dan and it's a pleasure to have you here. Today is December 24th, Christmas Eve, and we will be reading paragraphs 2803 through 2810. And we are talking about Article 3, the Seven Petitions. Uh, so we're talking about the Our Father, and uh, so we're in the thick of the Our Father. Happy Christmas Eve, everybody. It's one of my favorite uh, parts of the Christmas season, the the final day before Christmas Day, when everybody uh, is so excited about Christmas Day. We begin in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Article 3, The Seven Petitions. After we have placed ourselves in the presence of God, our Father, to adore and to love and to bless Him, the spirit of adoption stirs up in our hearts seven petitions, seven blessings. The first three, more theologal, draw us toward the glory of the Father. The last four, as ways toward Him, commend our wretchedness to His grace. Deep calls to deep. The first series of petitions carries us toward him, for his own sake, thy name, thy kingdom, thy will. It is characteristic of love to think first of the one whom we love. In none of the three petitions do we mention ourselves, the burning desire, even anguish, of the beloved Son for his Father's glory seizes us. Hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. These three supplications were already answered, in the saving sacrifice of Christ. But they are henceforth directed in hope toward their final fulfillment, for God is not yet all in all. The second series of petitions unfolds with the same movement as certain Eucharistic epicleses, as an offering up of our expectations that draws down upon itself the eyes of the Father of mercies. They go up from us and concern us from this very moment, in our present world, give us, forgive us, lead us not, deliver us. The fourth and fifth petitions concern our life as such, to be fed and to be healed of sin. The last two concern our battle for the victory of life, that battle of prayer. By the three first petitions we are strengthened in faith, filled with hope, and set aflame by charity. Being creatures and still sinners, we have to petition for us, for that us, bound by the world and history, which we offer to the boundless love of God. For through the name of his Christ and the reign of his Holy Spirit, our Father accomplishes his plan of salvation for us and for the whole world. Roman numeral one, hallowed be thy name. The term to hallow is to be understood here, not primarily in its causative sense, only God hallows makes holy, but above all in an evaluative sense, to recognize as holy, to treat in a holy way. And so, in adoration, this invocation is sometimes understood as praise and thanksgiving. But this petition is here taught to us by Jesus as an op optative, a petition, a desire, and an expectation in which God and man are involved. Beginning with this first petition to our Father, we are immersed in the innermost mystery of his Godhead and the drama of the salvation of our humanity, asking the Father 
that his name be made holy, draws us into his plan of loving kindness for the fullness of time, according to his purpose, which, we, which he set forth in Christ, that we might be holy and blameless before him in love. In the decisive moments of his economy, God reveals his name, but he does so by, accompl by accomplishing his work. This work, then, is realized for us and in us, only if his name is hallowed by us and in us. The holiness of God is the inaccessible center of his eternal mystery. What is revealed of it in creation and history, Scripture calls glory, the radiance of his majesty. In making man his, in his image and likeness, God crowned him with glory and honor. But by sinning, man fell short of the glory of God. From that time on, God was to manifest his holiness by revealing and giving his name in order to restore man to the image of his creator. In the promise to Abraham and the oath that accompanied it, God commits himself but without disclosing his name. He begins to reveal it to Moses and makes it known clearly before the eyes of the whole people when he saves them from the Egyptians. He has triumphed gloriously. From the covenant of Sinai onwards, this people is his own, and it is to be a holy or consecrated. The same word is used for both in Hebrew, nation, because the name of God dwells in it. Thus ends our reading today from the Catechism of the Catholic Church. The website is dailycatholiccatechism.com, and you can email me at dailycatholiccatechism at gmail.com. God bless you all, and may these teachings handed down by the Apostles of Christ Strengthen your faith and lead you to everlasting life.